I don't know, Galdaway, Emmanuel Sanders, who's been really just getting like 10 points a week lately. Galdaway got 10 points, though. He got like 14. Yeah. What do we think I have a better chance of, my fantasy football team or uh, my crypto? Tough one. Dude, they're both, they're both right on the edge, bro. <laughs> it's like it's close which well, is a better chance crypto crypto I like that yeah okay of winning a championship like going yeah, all the yeah, way yeah 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 crypto bouncing there's a win-win for you I'll take that Welcome to the Rabbit Hole. I'm your host, Benny Big, also known as the General and the Mayor of the Rabbit Hole. I'm joined by my co-host, Dizzle. What's up, guys? And of course, we are here with our producer, Big Mike. What's up, guys? And uh, S. Stern, our in-house attorney, is again not here, unfortunately. Well, he's, he's working. He's working. He's Literally. been working really hard. Yeah. What's he working on now? Um, we have our contract negotiations. No, in. we have a lot of uh, intellectual property um, like filings. Hmm. Isn't that against like the whole crypto blockchain? Thing? Well, it's nothing to do with no. crypto. This is we're, we're branding the rabbit hole. Yeah, he's taking care of our next we're, phase. Our brand. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. S Stern at, at at work. Yeah. Shout out to S Stern. He's busy, dude. Uh, he's al- he's also drafted. He's also making sure, like you know, when I get arrested for um, tax evasion. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he's taking care of my papers and everything. So yeah, you definitely. Which is really important, also. Yeah. Past the red line. i I'm almost past my red line. <laughs> past the red line. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, talking about passing the red line. Right. So we uh. This was a red week. Well, we finally broke six k. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, let me tell you something. It's it's yeah. We broke six k. We went through. There was supposedly supposed to be some kind of uh, some kind of support at like fifty two hundred to four nine hundred. There's a resist resistance. No support. Oh, support. <laughs> no support. No support. We went right through that thing. We blew right past it. Oh yeah. It's I was like there was there was no support. It never existed. But I'll tell, next I'll tell you how I feel about this whole thing. Like I I I really never I didn't do much about it, but I really never thought six K was gonna hold. So in a weird way, and it's weird, obviously. I'm happy it finally, it's finally, it finally happened, and now we can start, start doing something, like maybe some kind of find a bottom within like a month or so, because it was just we were just sitting in purgatory, sitting at six k line. It was just like right. it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna hold, dude. It was like last week. Remember I said, you go to jail. Yeah. You gotta suck the D. Let's get it over with the first day instead of you know wasting your time. We want to get it done. That's what happened. The D. Man, I, I, I'm not talking the D. No, no, you guys aren't following me for a second. We want Bitcoin drop. Yo, look at this car. What is that? I don't know. I think it's um, it might be a Lambo, but it ain't happening. But I don't know. Maybe a Ferrari. Look at that. That's fucking sick. The Bitcoin drop, right? Yep. The fact that it's happening faster might be, be might be better than it happening slower. It's better, but we don't want to go too deep. <laughs> this, this thing just popped up tonight apparently this too deep thing 
it could go too deep. Yeah, saying for months, this guy's been saying, "Well, if we go down to three K, four K, it's good." No, fans yeah, go down. Four K is all right, dude. We hit four K like a fucking bat out of hell. Like now, bang. it's bad. All of a no, if we hold four K, beautiful. We're not but now. We're, now there's a fear of going too low. Yeah, I don't want to go to like the one K, bro. But how have these fears never said before? Because you don't talk about one K until you're at four K. I don't like this. Right. Like you don't talk about twenty thousand until you're at fucking ten thousand. You're right? never oh, well, you're we, never supposed to go in too deep, Mike. Well, like when no, you're you know when I was that's in the, not what she said, right? <laughs> no, it's not what she said. But you know we have a we have like our own version of the CIA here in the rabbit hole. Yeah. The first thing they teach you when they go when you go undercover, never go too deep. That's the first thing they teach you in the CIA in the rabbit hole. Okay. Don't chase the rabbit. Don't you? Yeah, you go too down. For, even in the rabbit hole, they tell you don't go f- too far down the rabbit hole. So yeah, if we go, yeah. if we go down deeper. Yeah, you don't want to go too deep, dude. Anyways, this this was a tough week, and I feel like we we need to be there for everybody, all the rabbits, all of our listeners. A lot of people are. We might have lost some people. Dizzle, you think we lost a lot of uh, people here? No, I don't think we lost anymore. We don't. There's not. There's um. They're just. They're broke. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> liquidated. Such a terrible word. Casualties that, of war. They are casualties of war. Collateral 100%. damage. Collateral damage. Unfortunately. Yep. But but we're we're not going anywhere. We have Rob Fitch coming on. Cool. From um, Cipher Glass. Right. He's the guy with the million dollar EOS bet, right? He is the guy. We're going to talk to him. He is also trying to be a EOS block producer. I don't know if he's trying. I think he is a block producer. He's just right. He's trying to get a top twenty one. Yeah. He's in right. and out. So we're gonna we're gonna talk. He gets to him there sometimes. Him. Yeah. Like, you know. We're gonna have him on. But so before that, we're just gonna talk a little bit about um before he gets on. I think he's flying in now. Actually, yeah. we uh, sent a, a rickshaw to pick him up from the airport. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, how. That's how the rabbit. That's, that's how. That's the. Yeah. That's how you get here. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't get. How'd, so you, how'd you get yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't take the rickshaw. No, I missed it. You missed. I don't even know how you got here then. No, from the underground. Yeah. You feeling okay there, Big Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I think the market's got the Big Mike over here. Yeah. Well. I got a little loony this little, week. He's a little sedated right now. Yeah. So. We we <laughs> we had a sedate Big Mike. He's yeah. he's not even pressing buttons, by the way. No. So, so it's all automated tonight, we, guys. We got all this. We got all these sound effects. By the way, if there's new sound effects yeah. that we're supposed to use on this week's episode, yeah. But we can't because we had to tie them up in a in a bow here. I do sound effects. You, 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 you don't look like you're in any shape to do sound effects. <laughs> you barely effects. have the power of speech right now. Yes, exactly. Ah, come on. Yeah. Listen, this market gets to people in different ways. I lost. I lost my bird a little bit this week. I had to be. I had to, I was put in the rubber room for a little bit. Yeah. In the in the padded room upstairs. I was sent to the showers for two. I was in the showers. Yeah, we sent, we sent oh. Dizzle to the showers. It's been bad. And S Stern, he we that we have a nice little straight jacket. All yeah, let's let's him. not talk about what happened with S Stern. It's just let me let me just say this it involves a car accident, a cigarette, a midget, and blow, uh, the blow up doll. Yeah, the blow up doll. And that that was on that first drop. So imagine right. what happened the second drop. All right, so Dizzle, you think that where, where do you where do you see us going from here? What's what, what are you thinking? Um, I was talking to my peeps. Um, thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred. Okay. <sighs> Listen, I want. I'm, I'm hoping. What point is too low? Under three thousand. I don't want to go under three thousand. That's a very small margin. Very well, I'm, I'm saying 3,200, but 3,200 is a few thousand. There's nothing there. You could say 3,500 also. We got 200 dollars an hour ago. It's not an exact number. It's like you always want to take a range. So I would say 32 to 35. I, it could go to 25, but you don't want it to. And it could go to 12, but you really just don't want it to. Because if it, 12. 
whatever. I'm just I don't saying. want to go twelve. I want to pull yeah. something up here. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Listen. I, I actually showed this to Big Mike. I don't know if you if you saw this, Dizzle. I uh, tweeted it, but you don't follow me on Twitter. So, um, <laughs> well, I hang out all the time. Well, I understand. You could still follow me. You want me to follow you? No. no. I want you to follow me if you think I, I, I'm deserving of a following. Okay, next, that? if I see a good tweet coming on. Then you follow me. Well, Big Mike follows you. He does, of course. I, I follow Big Mike. All right, so when he starts laying in the, the, the likes. Then, then you'll. And I see a couple good ones. Okay, I'll, I'll follow you. Fair I'll enough. Put the likes in there. So I just want to read something to you. Sure. Amazon stock in 2000, the high, $75.25. Yeah. 2001, 2002, the low, can you guess what it was? Yeah, $5. $5. That percentage decline was 98.7%. Mike, what is Amazon at right now? At $1,200, dollars He's can't. He's producer. You're supposed to have this information. I put this on the list for you. You got a list? Jesus. Where's my list? You lost the list. Dizzle. Lost the list. Dizzle. What are we doing here? All right, let's mute him. You got proof that, uh... Okay, anyways, the point is, Dizzle, what I'm trying to get at is, yeah. right? Amazon is one of the best-performing stocks right now, by far. People... Well, not, no, not right now. Well, right, yeah, well, nothing's, nothing's performing well right now. <laughs> but not. my point is, right, but my point is that, um, you know, people sold it off. It went down to $5. At the time, its tech was just selling books. If you held it... And you and you realize the potential of what Amazon was. You uh, you were you were greatly um, rewarded. Yeah, rewarded. I think. Uh, what's the statistic? Like, if you put a thousand dollars to Amazon, you're like right. You know, like something crazy. Exactly. Like yeah. So so can't, Amazon can't, is fifteen hundred dollars. It's fifteen hundred dollars. Right on time with that, Mike. Yeah. Um, so so, <laughs> but my point is, can we can we correlate that same way to crypto here? Well, we could correlate to the fact that like. We could get dusted and still come back. Is that right. what you're trying to get to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a but possibility. But this was also like 10 years in the making. What was? 20 years in the making. What was? Amazon. Amazon from yeah, 90, yeah. Yes. But we go faster. Yeah. We've, we go, we've yeah, been yeah, we through this. Dizzle and I figured it out 3.5 for 3.5 times faster yeah. than the regular market. I would do the math, but I don't think you would understand it right now. <laughs> yeah, so we're, uh, we're basically... 11 months into it and probably have at least another like like I said earlier from the time of like 3 to 10 it's like a, like a sentence yeah so that that put us like almost at like 2 years by the way did you hear about this new virus that's out Jeez. this adenovirus virus this did you hear about this another virus is out what kind of virus what do you mean I don't know some like like college girl just had it they think it might spread I know you hate the viruses I don't like the Ebola well, this is what this is. I think it's like an Ebola, but it was in America. Does it more than one case? So far, just one case. We're okay. We're okay? Well, when we start hitting like, I, I, you know, thousands, then... Well, it's good. I, listen, if you come to the rabbit hole, we well, have... Ebola was never thousands in the U.S. No. No, but uh, it was... Uh, there was thousands somewhere. Yeah. You but, know, in the rabbit hole, we have, we have no viruses. Right. So you could just come live here. That's why. I, that's why I'm in a I little. I guess longer. I would. I mean, if, if something like that broke out, I'd be out of there, dude. I'm the first one out. I am the first one out. You know, every time I walk into a room, the first thing I think about is if there's some kind of like zombie outbreak. Where are my exits, dude? Any I th- which room? I thought there was a zombie apocalypse last night. Why? Because I was driving home from poker. Yeah. And uh, I went on Sunrise Highway, and all of a sudden, bang! All the lights went out. 
That's that 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 would freak me that's out. How, and then all of a sudden, I saw like cops coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the, how it always starts. That's exactly how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like that. Lights that's go out what, first. Yep. Then the, the sirens come. That's the second the lights go out. Yeah. The next thing you have to sometimes the, the cops come. The next thing you have to worry about you, you you wait for the planes to start falling. Right. You see them crashing. You start because once the planes start crashing. Yeah, it's it's a wrap. If you're not listen, even if you have a family, drive the opposite direction. It's over. Just you have to find medicine and food and shelter, and you have to lay low. Yeah. Every, I just figure everybody you know is dead. Talking about crypto being dead. Talking okay. about death. Yeah, what about it? There was this guy who traveled to India, and he went on this remote island Yeah. that has like 150 people living on it, okay? That they like, um, they live like it's like the year, two, like 500 BCE. I get it, yeah. They're like so, they, so, they're so secluded. They're like yeah, and, like and the they killed him with like arrows. Who killed him? These people on the island. He went there, like, to, I think, proselytize, like, Christianity or something and like that. And he got fucking speared? They just speared him. And then they buried his body on the, on the... Can you imagine living like that still? There's 150 people living in the world, and they think it's the year 2000. They don't even understand what's going on. They don't understand what electricity is. Right. They don't understand what Bitcoin is. Well, It boggles my mind. What are they going to do with fucking Bitcoin? <laughs> well, what are we going to do with Bitcoin? <laughs> I keep my Bitcoins. You keep them. Yeah, it's good. Bitcoins are good. Big Mike, you holding? Uh yeah, for sure. I believe long term. Oh boy, boy, we lost him. We're just gonna call S Stern for a second, all right? Hold all right. A second. See how he's doing. Okay. All right. All right. S Stern. S Stern. <laughs> Dude, what's going on? All right, there? I don't know. Call him back. <laughs> no, I, hold on, hold back. That was a little. I'm a little worried there, right? Call him back. S Stern. Uh, yeah, it's Stern. S. Nice. This doesn't sound too good. No. What happened there? He's supposed to be taking care of my uh, my paperwork also. I don't think he's being taken care of, bro. <laughs> I'm going to jail. Yeah. Jeez. You gonna visit me in jail? Um. Just how yeah, far it is? I'll stop by. Yeah. How far are we? Where are we going? Where are you going? Let's say I'm like. An, an hour and a half away. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll be doing all the time. That's sing, not that yeah, bad, right? Sing Sing? No, not Sing Sing. Shawshank? Otisburg. Otisburg. It sounds as bad as it sounds. <laughs> Otisburg doesn't sound that bad. That's from Superman. Yeah, exactly. Otisburg. Otisburg? 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 What's this part? Because you're in place. Right. We are now going to introduce... Actually, hold on. We're just getting... Um, yes. Rob Finch is here. So we're going to bring him on. Cool. Okay, we're just going to mute Big Mike here because we don't want him to embarrass us right now. Absolutely. All right. What the fuck? And now we're going to welcome Dizzle to the rabbit hole. Uh, Rob Finch from Cypherglass. Cypherglass. Cypher the CEO of Cypherglass. Yeah, absolutely, man. Big time into EOS. He's huge. Huge. He's he's, <laughs> he's super active in the community. He's, a, he was a mentor at the hackathon. He's a big fan here. A lot of people like him here in the rabbit hole. Oh, why not, a lot dude? Of people. Why not? Rob, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate this. Really, really thank you so much. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. So let's so let's just start off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Cypherglass does and um, what you're you know what you're working on right now as block producer? Yeah, so Cypherglass, like you said, is a block producer candidate on the EOS mainnet. And what that basically means is that we have two giant data centers. Um, one is in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then our main one is in Kansas City, Missouri. And that's where we house all of our dedicated infrastructure to basically keep uh, the EOS network online and running. So we're one of the block producers out there when we're in the top 21 that are processing transactions for people that are going across the EOS mainnet. And right now we're really focused on you know, making sure that as the EOS network evolves, it evolves in a very 
transparent way in a very fair way where we don't end up with you know block producer cartels like you see on other systems like Lisk and Rise and things like that. So we sort of have this very decentralized view of the mainnet that we're trying to get to in the future, and we're all about uh, getting to that point at Cypherglass. Well, let me ask you a question. Quick question about that, actually. Um, so you have those issues with those block producers like Wabi and I guess Bitfinex. Like, do you think those are that's like a big issue? I don't see it as a huge issue in the long term. I think there are a lot of things, you know, if you look at the percent of total EOS tokens voted right now, it's only about 25%. So obviously when only a quarter of the network is actually voting for block producers, those that have a ton of tokens, the whales in the system suddenly have much, much more power. Um, but there are a couple things coming out in the coming months and uh, especially at the beginning of next year. Like we should have Rex, which is that uh, token leasing platform, essentially, which should dramatically increase voter turnout. Because in order to get a piece of those fees that are going to be collected from, you know, RAM trading fees and name bidding fees um, that should be distributed to people who are staking for Rex, in order to get a piece of that, you're going to have to vote. So there are a lot of things like that and some other things that I think will dramatically increase voter turnout over time and lessen the impact that whales have on the ecosystem. So right. it's something we're keeping an eye on. I'm not too too worried about it for the future, um, but it is something that we need to to make sure it doesn't get out of control. Right. Honestly, in my opinion, as long as they're like doing what they're supposed to be doing and not doing anything shady, I don't have such a big issue with it. Like, like as long as they're not doing anything harmful to the network, basically. But I think people, some, Absolutely. People, some people would argue that it doesn't give you a fair chance, right? I mean, that's that's just a part of free markets, I think, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. My initial, my in my opinion, has changed a lot on this since the very beginning, where at the beginning I was like, oh, you know, we have to put in a constitutional amendment to prevent people from owning other block producers, and we should try to do whatever we can to prevent it. And then I realized it's impossible. You know, through discussion with a lot of other people, it's impossible to enforce. Impossible. There's no way to kick that BP out of the system or know that he's vote buying or, you know, know that somebody's selling them their vote. So really what you have to do is just educate the community. And that's been our focus at Cyberglass with all of our YouTube videos is just saying, you know, hey, here's why we think all block producers need to be independent. And here's, you know, what EOS would look like if they weren't independent. And we kind of paint that picture for people and just educate people on why they need to vote for independent BPs versus BPs that may be colluding. Do you have a lot of faith in Dan um, and obviously Black One right now? I do, yeah. I spoke with uh, a bunch of people from Block One, including Dan, very, very briefly, but had uh, some more in-depth conversations with them at the, ha the hackathon in San Francisco. And the overwhelming impression I got from everybody was just how committed they are to making sure that they're building a platform that everybody can use. So whether you're a developer, they were there, you know, asking for feedback about, hey, how can we make building EOS apps easier? Um, if you were somebody like myself who's just an entrepreneur, they were like, hey, how can we make you know the wallet that we're building easier? And I got a, a cool little demo of the hardware wallet that they're working on there. Um, but they seem very, very committed to the EOS ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So I've been I've been very impressed with what Block One has done so far. Right. So like that I mean that's I think that's what you bring. Like when you do those videos about EOS and whatever, you know, other information you're you're putting out there, I feel like you do it very simple and easy and, and like very easy to understand basically. And that's that I, that is what that's what EOS is missing in a way. They need a simplified wallet where people can vote easily, stake yeah. their tokens, unstake their tokens. Right now, it's it's not like it's not super hard, but for like the standard user, it, I think it's extremely difficult. Personally, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, and the, the Block One hardware wallet will do a lot for that. Where you'll have the security of something like a ledger, but built into your iPhone. Every iPhone since Touch ID came out about five or six years ago has a secure Enclave chip in it, correct. which is essentially an offline hardware wallet in your phone. So once that's out. They have a super simple app. You'll be able to download and use it. Right now, the, the easiest way to make an EOS account, I recommend, is through a, an app called EOS Links, L-Y-N-X, yes. that you can download on the App Store. You make an account for $0.99. Cents. Unfortunately, they don't have voting built in yet, 
but I do know that that's a feature on their roadmap. So looking forward to that. Can you tell us a little about San Francisco? I mean, one of the things I think that's exciting for EOS that I speak to a lot of developers about is the amount of developers who are interested in this, right? So one of the things uh, Dizzle and I had spoken about before was the idea that um, there is actually more meetups growing for EOS than any other coin, faster than any other coin. So I know that uh, San Francisco was a big event. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was amazing. So I was I had the pleasure of being a, a mentor at the most recent EOS hackathon in San Francisco. And what that basically entailed was I was staying up, you know, pretty late with all the, the people who were hacking away, building dApps. But at, at a certain point when I was there and talking with these teams, it was crazy to realize just how many people were building apps or, or dApps rather on EOS in the same building. There were 500 plus people that came together to build um, you know, their dApps in, in the competition. And of course, I think three, three different teams won, but the amount of people, the amount of excitement, the amount of energy in that space was just so insane and so contagious and unlike anything I've seen at any other crypto meetup or hackathon before. So it was a, an incredible time with a lot of talented people building on EOS. Yeah, definitely cool. It looked like, it looked like an electric atmosphere. Like it was just like, Felt like was humming, like everyone was like super excited. 100%. Yeah. It also seemed like you yeah, had some major investors there as well, which was kind of exciting. I mean, I know Peter, oh, Peter Thiel's involved. Well, he wasn't. Yeah, and I saw I bumped into there, uh, Novogratz, and I saw Philip Rosedale from uh, High Fidelity that that Novogratz and Galaxy Digital yeah, yeah. invested in, and I got to meet more of the Everpedia team and so many cool people there. And of course, met Dan. I, I didn't get to meet Brendan; he only popped in for a bit. But Dan came for a significant portion of the time and yeah. just answered questions with people and took photos and you know chatted with people. So it's awesome to see that even the people at the very very top of that block one pyramid, like Dan, are are actually coming to events and engaging with people because that's really what they enjoy at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. So, what's your favorite um, uh, EOS coin right now? Yeah, my favorite EOS app right now is a, a app called Bet Dice. So it's basically an online casino. They run out of Hong Kong. You know, you can play dice. You can play baccarat. They have a bunch of other games coming soon. But Bet Dice itself, along with a lot of the other. Uh, gambling dApps that are on EOS right now have really pushed EOS to the limits in terms of CPU capacity and upgrades yeah. and making sure that the network is you know as efficient as it can be. So those dApps alone have really uh, moved us several step, steps forward in terms of the scalability of EOS, and I expect that the pressure that they're putting on the EOS network will only continue to make it stronger. So I'm a huge fan of what they're doing over there. Right. So, I mean, basically these... I'm not going to call them like insignificant apps, but they're basically like just testing the waters for the more serious... Like developers and applications be built on EOS until until this, oh, until until this morning, I thought um, EOS Black was actually just the next EOS. <laughs> it almost was, dude. <laughs> but, uh, oh my goodness, but that, I'm not even sure. But, yeah, but what I, happened with that? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, it was a standard like I don't know market cycle bump and dump. I was getting I was getting worried for a little while. I told Dizzle, I thought I thought we were just like we owned the wrong EOS. No, I we have. Oh, right, right, right. All right, we have no, EOS I, Black, but we, yeah. not as much. You know, this well, is yeah, the problem. You, you sold off all your I EOS did. Black. I did. Not all of it. Well, Enough yeah. that I was upset. <laughs> yeah, I had read that the developers had exit scammed, but I didn't know if that was true. I hadn't hadn't done a lot of research into what actually happened well, today, but I did see that it was down like eighty percent at at one point, which was pretty crazy for a coin that was otherwise you know on a steady climb up. Dude, it was doing great. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's, too good there's, for something with no product. Well, that's the, that's the thing, right? Like there was like. It's just supposed to be a side chain of, of of EOS, but no one knows what they're doing or what's going on with it, and it just kept. Well, on we rising. know what they were doing. They were they were scamming us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, they weren't scamming any of us because we got it for free. It's the people right, that were it's true. the people that were buying it. I well, mean, well, Rekt, I don't know if you know Rekt Kid on uh, Twitter. Yeah. He's oh, right. yeah. He, he's pretty yeah, good. Right. He has a lot of good stuff on uh, EOS. So he just did a, a <laughs> he just did like a 
like a, an investigative reporting on this whole uh, ELS dude, black dude, thing. Dude, I was he went down a rabbit hole, dude. dude I was ta- pretty crazy. I was talking. But it's pretty him. interesting. It's uh, you yeah. should definitely check it out. I was talking him about it, and then <laughs> he dumped it like uh, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe a little before that, and it kept on rising on it. So maybe he just like, and I kept on bo- you know bothering him, like, dude, it's the new EOS Black's the new EOS, and he like you know like. <laughs> and I mean, look, he 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 made pictures here. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty intense. He's got a nice little graph. I mean, but he's, he's great to get some oh, good information on EOS. Besides, uh, yeah, he knows he knows yeah. what's up. He knows what's up. Yeah. So, so Rob, let, let me ask. Let me say, let me ask you a question. First of all, before we go any further, I want you to know that on our show, first of all, the rabbit hole. You know, it's a it's a very different type of place. It's not like you know uh, you know the regular world. So what all we right. do for our visitors is that we're going to offer. Okay, I am going to offer personally a hundred EOS. Okay. If anybody gets a cipher glass tattoo on them, hundred US. Hundred US. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but it has to say "vote cipher glass" right, or big, something okay. like "cipher glass block producer." And how BP. Big, how big is this thing? It have to be like. Doesn't have to be big. No. It has to be, this vi- has to be legible. Maybe. Legible, legible, and visible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll right. uh, I'll match that hundred EOS. So there somebody well, gets there a you go. That's two hundred EOS. That's wow. no joke. Well, That's a real tattoo. <laughs> Two hundred EOS used to be worth something. Now, not not as much. Yeah, it's, like, it's still like still with seven hundred dollars over there. Almost, yeah. almost not for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for now. Could go a lot lower. <laughs> yeah. So what can. do you what do you think about the market right now? What, what's your feelings? You've been around crypto for a long time, um, I believe, right? So what you've seen yeah. a lot of this before, right? Yeah, I've seen a lot of this before. Mainly, you know, a, a giant correction like this has happened really twice before. Once in the very, very early days of Bitcoin, and then again uh, after Mt. Gox sort of collapsed in 2013 to 2015. And that one, the Mt. Gox one, was one that I lived through. So, you know, seeing a coin slowly just bleed over the course of basically the last year is, is something that's uh, not new to me and something that I think I was mentally prepared for this time around. So, you know, I know it's it's sort of cliche at this point and maybe uh, bad to say at the very bottom here, but I, I'm, I'm hodling like I have been uh, from the beginning and, and just kind of waiting it out. And if you look really, I think the real story that's going on here is not so much the price, but actually the usage. If you look at the usage of dApps on EOS, uh, the amount of daily active users on EOS has already surpassed Ethereum. The amount of transaction volume on EOS has, of course, surpassed it and every other blockchain. And now even with dApp volume, some dApps like BetDice that I mentioned earlier um, have done as much as a quarter billion dollars in volume through EOS in one week. So these dApps are pumping out real volume with real users, and I think that's going to be the big story of 2019 is usage of these blockchain platforms that then gives them value versus just the speculative value and hype that we saw in, in 2017. Right. So the so another question is, like, which apps do you think will actually hit mainstream or, like, the people on the street know about it or, you know, your parents or, you know, your grandparents? Not... Not bet dice per se, because no one really knows about that. Like it's a little, it's 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 doing well within the EOS community, right? Or maybe the crypto community. But I'm talking about mainstream. So whether it be yeah. whether it be uh, is this new deal with Michael Gratz that's Mystic Games, right? Yeah. So I think that's yeah, something that, that we were very interested in because you know I I I, uh, I firmly believe that we are going to have the Oasis. You watch the um the movie. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Ready, Player Ready, Ready Player, Player One. one. Yeah. So essentially, we need we need an oasis. So I, I feel like that's what they're building towards, right? So it, the, that type of deal is something small that I think people didn't pay attention to, but it could have huge impact in the future. 
Oh, absolutely. And the, the thing that excites me the most about Mythical Games, and we just put out a video on the Cypherglass YouTube channel about this uh, earlier today, actually, um, but it, it's the fact that they're not actually the ones that are necessarily building the games. They basically came and said, hey, you know, we've built games before. We know what good games look like. We know how to vet them and, you know, find the gems and out of the, the millions of games that are out there. But instead, they're building the blockchain tech that integrates with the EOS mainnet, and they're basically helping developers tokenize their games in some meaningful way. So Blanco's, which was that first, you know, dancing collectibles game that they announced at the Gamer Choice Awards on, on CBS in front of like 3 million people. Um, that's a game that Mythical Games is basically partnering with to have you know all of the unique characters and the items and stuff stored on the EOS blockchain, but they're not actually developing games themselves. So what this allows them to do then is is really increase the scope that they're targeting. They may have you know a Blancos mobile game come out and have a couple other desktop games come out and then also have a few console games that they're focusing on that are all running on EOS. So I'm super, super excited for that. And I think gaming, whether it's gambling like Bet Dice or something like Mythical Games or even you know High Fidelity that Galaxy Digital also funded, which is like this VR sort of oasis world, I think any of those have the potential to to be that first killer dap for, for EOS and, and really take it mainstream where people are using a blockchain, but don't even really have to know or, or want to know that they're using one. Right. Right. Agreed. So, but what I find really cool, I mean, maybe you touched on a little bit is like really basically having ownership of these digital assets that they're going to have built into these games where you could, Definitely. where you could transfer it, you know, between, between games, whatever it be a skin, a gun, you know, sneakers, whatever it might be. I mean that. I think that's the real killer. Driving the board. DeLorean, like they did. Yeah, you, you can own a DeLorean, right? And then like, you have DeLorean. one specific DeLorean that yeah. only you own. Well, my DeLorean will have my name on it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have yeah, I think even one of the goals of Mythical is really to allow the players to create the economy as well, where mm -hmm. you may have the opportunity to you know design your own sword or design your own character in armor and then sell it to other people, and you know if they use. For example, if they use your sword in a game and they kill a boss, maybe you get a percentage of the loot from the boss since they used your sword. There, there are just so many cool things you can do with tokenization when it's applied to a video game. All right, now, I understand you believe in EOS a lot, but we have to ask this question. Were you on drugs when you made that bet? <laughs> I get that. I get that question uh, a lot. The answer is no. I was not on let's, drugs. Let's just go Definitely over. Sober. Let's go over the bet. Dizzle, you want to explain? Like, yeah. You, I mean, I'll explain it, but I, I think it's sort of like a little trickery bet because it's not. It's well, not, let's let's first tell what the bet was. It, it's not. Yeah. A, so the bet. It's it's titled the million dollar right bet. exactly. Um, but it's essentially. Uh, the bet is denominated as a thousand EOS. Right. If the price of EOS hits a thousand dollars by the end of this year, which uh, does not look super likely at this point, uh, Rob, you're drawing um, that. You're drawing my that, friend Q would, <laughs> yeah, he would pay me a uh, million dollars worth of EOS, so that thousand EOS. And then vice versa. Let's say the price is at five dollars at the end of the year. I owe him basically five grand or five times uh, a thousand. Does he want EOS or you have to give him cash? No, it's EOS. No, it's EOS only. That's, that's the whole thing. I don't, like, I don't deal with, like with cash. I don't want to like. I don't want to like say anything bad about your friend, but he's he's semi. -re you know, semi off because that's a bad bet for him, right? Because oh yeah, I mean the the risk reward is is kind what? of right. in my favor, in my opinion. Well, but we're your, both hedged. Your favor? So. <laughs> All right, he has to have hedged because if he didn't hedge, then he's like he's gonna like kill himself if we'd ever go to a thousand. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're both hedged. Everybody, each of us have at least a thousand EOS, so right. we're hedged for it. But it, it was really just sort of a fun uh, thing to put out early this year. Obviously, the market climate was much different then, and it seemed like something that might be possible. But one of the biggest lessons I've learned from this is. Uh, to never make price predictions. There was a, a, a tweet uh, that I saw on Twitter several weeks ago that I retweeted that said something to the effect of, um, the easiest way to make a smart person look stupid is for them to make a price prediction. Right. <laughs> so I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to touch that realm again. But, yeah. you know, it was fun while it lasted. So, I mean, Rob, let me ask you a question, okay? So, 
So you're big, again, big in EOS, right? So this doesn't make you squeamish or nervous at all when you have a certain amount of wealth at some point and now you literally have it 85% below. Does that, that put you in a position? Maybe you had some certain plans that you were gonna do with this or, or anything of the sort. It's not, you don't sweat it at all. No, to, to be honest, not at all. I mean, there are times where, you know, I still do the necessary research, research to make sure that the fundamentals haven't changed when the price makes a move like this. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I, I would argue that EOS's fundamentals have actually gotten better. Um, but it, it may have been a little overvalued there at the, the peak of 2017, just like, you know, everything else was. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to most of this, I mean, it, the one major thing I think that I also learned between 2013 and 2015, other than, you know, don't just sell at a loss at the very bottom, was um, to keep some dollars you know, set aside for my expenses so that I don't have to sell at a loss. Because I remember in, in that dip in 2013-2015, I did have to sell some Bitcoin at a loss to, you know, pay my rent or buy food or whatever it was. But this time around, I learned, okay, if I set aside X amount of dollars to cover my expenses for this long, then I can just hold this stuff and, and sort of not worry about it. But it's been interesting over time, as I've been in crypto more and more and more, and my value, my, my personal, like, perceived value of a dollar is so low where even if EOS was 50 cents right now, I would rather have the same amount of EOS I have now than the equivalent amount of dollars that it's worth today. Like I personally view crypto, and maybe I'm crazy for this, but I view crypto as safer and sort of a, a better store of value over the long term, like the, the three, five, 10 year view as safer and better than something like the dollar. So you're making a price prediction here and saying we're not going to zero. Oh, yeah, we're definitely not going to zero because okay. I'll buy uh, the entire supply at a tenth of a penny. Right. So don't okay. worry about that. <laughs> so I want to ask you two, a couple more questions. Uh, you, so you guys um, at Cypherglass really aren't just – you guys are trying to spread the word around the world. I noticed that you sent um, Adriana Mendez literally trekking throughout the uh, South America, Europe, right? Yeah. And she's spreading the word of Cypherglass and EOS. Why is that so important? Yeah, so Adriana's our community manager at Cypherglass, and she's sort of our world traveler, and she's actually about to go to Asia as well and hit up China and Japan and Korea. But it's one thing, you know, to talk with all these people online, but it's a totally different thing to go and meet all of these people, you know, at their local meetups, on the ground, and really see who these people are. And we found that, you know, whether it be collaboration or just sort of spreading the word about Cypherglass, we found it's, it's much, much more effective to do that in person, on the ground, at local meetups, rather than just keeping, you know, strictly 100% online presence. So... Another question. Now, I have an idea here. I'm going to throw something out, and you could say yes, and the other person could say yes. But I am willing to put 5,000 5, EOS to each fighter here. I want to get you, and uh, I want to get Vlad Zamfir in the ring. From oh, Ethan. interesting. Okay? No holds barred. Winner gets an extra 5,000 EOS. Would you, would you take him on if, that, if, uh, we, if I could put that together? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Not even for the, for the EOS. I'll donate the EOS to the charity if I win. That guy, that I would love the, the opportunity oh, to yeah, do that. that guy's wrong dead. Uh, see, on that, on that note, right, so you have all these these people from, like, Ethereum, like, constantly trying to FUD EOS, like, whether it be Vlad or even Vitalik once in a while or this whole white block. Except so, he did, he, Vitalik did send that one tweet he erased. We know. Oh, right. I, congratulate you, you, EOS. Yeah, did you ever see that, that tweet? Yeah. From, you think that was legit? I think I retweeted it before he deleted it, and then it gets removed from my timeline. But I do remember that. What's up with that? Like, why would he tweet that? Get it deleted? Is that was that legit or something? Like, he had an aneurysm or something? What happened there? I think it was probably legit. I mean, if you look at even tweets that Dan and Block One have put out, they've mm -hmm. been you know congratulating Ethereum on things like them them getting together the uh, uh, what is it the arbitration side of things and different things that they've accomplished while EOS has sort of been building and doing their ICO. They've been very positive about. But I think. 
one of the mistakes that Ethereum and that whole team is making right now is that they're so focused on EOS. They're putting all of their energy into EOS and why it's worse than Ethereum and all these different things that they're sort of losing sight of making Ethereum better. Because Ethereum does have critical problems that prevent it from you know ever having any DAP right now that could ever potentially hit mass adoption. Um, so I think my advice to them would be to focus more on their own platform rather than coming after EOS when EOS is you know making uh, leaps and bounds over Ethereum. See, I mean, again, that's my big issue. One of my big issues with this crypto space, it's so cannibalistic and tribalistic in a way. Like, like why can't, like, again, I'm, I'm a big EOS guy maybe, right? Like, so I don't, I don't, like, I'm not trying to like hurt, like hurt the Ethereum like chain. Like let them do their Absolutely. thing. Let them like let them. Why can't everything pump? I rather I you know the whole. Pump. I mean, process, you the crypto, yeah, the crypto space. Why can't every tech do well? I mean, you know when. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, when when Apple came out and there was Microsoft, everybody you know people forget that there was other companies besides Apple and Microsoft that were trying to make you know desktop computers for people. You know. You oh, know, absolutely. So yeah, and I think. People often misunderstand me saying things like, hey, EOS has passed, you know, Ethereum and DAP volume, so it's better than Ethereum. People generally misunderstand that as like an attack against Ethereum, when really I'm saying, you know, Ethereum right now is the top uh, DAP platform or top smart contract platform by market cap. It's the one that the market values as the best. So us passing that in any way, whether it's DAP volume or transaction volume, is a real milestone that should be celebrated. But with that being said, it's it's not out of any you know malice or, or ill intent towards Ethereum. It's just in saying, hey, these are the guys to beat right now, and we just beat them in these aspects. But of course, still have a long way to go. You know, in things like developer community, and obviously, you know, the market valuing us higher than them. But right. we'll get there over time. Right, I agree. When I hear it coming out of your mouth, I think it's more out of healthy competition than anything else. It's not really like it's just no, you know, it's not much negativity com- coming from your side. But again, the Ethereum guys are just—they're, I mean, they're pretty negative though. That's. I mean, it is. I, really think, yeah. I think Vlad really doesn't like us. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. I think, uh, I mean, that happens in any industry when you come in and, and disrupt something that has really, you know, Ethereum was the leader for, for so many years in smart contracting and everybody said, oh, this is where dApps are going to be made. This is going to be the killer thing. And then EOS sort of came out of nowhere for most people um, and is really challenging a lot of that. So I can see why they're upset and why they've kind of been blindsided by it. But at the end of the day, I'm a, a true free market capitalist. So, you know, let the, let the free market choose the best winner. Yeah, my main issue is if you just look at the tech right now, obviously scalability is a serious problem. Um, when I first got into it in 2013, I was excited about this concept of like a, a global peer-to-peer payments network where you know I can send money to somebody in Africa for a penny. And obviously we found that the economics of that system um, don't really work at scale. You know, you have things like transaction fees that go way up. Um, you have you know the Bitcoin network sort of limited to three transactions per second, which you know definitely doesn't scale to a global payment network. So it seems to me like the goalposts have kind of been moved to hey it's store value, hey it's gold 2.0, and I still think there's value there, um, but I think it's it's a bit of a slippery slope to continue to change sort of the use case of something um, because I think you can get to a point where maybe that use case goes away entirely. But I'm still bullish on it for the the long long term. Right. So again, I I do agree with you on, mo- on, on most of that point, but when you are storing like an enormous amount of value, you can't make these huge strides in development because you could by accident just break something, not, not you know, not really you know intending on doing it, and then you just lose all the value that's that's being stored on that chain, right? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, it, I, I've heard that before, where it's you know the Bitcoin moving slowly or not improving is a feature, not a bug, and I agree with that to some extent. Um, but I think over time, let's say Bitcoin stays in the same state it is now, and it's it's the exact same five years from now, I think that would be too slow. That would be a problem. And I think it's just about finding that balance. Right, but then you could just use it, like, like you said earlier, could you be done as a settlement layer? Like, you could have side chains that will, you know, 
what is this, IBC, like inter-blockchain communication, and then you just settle it in Bitcoin after you do millions of transactions on the sidechain, right? 100%, yeah. Yeah, you could totally, you could even run Bitcoin on top of EOS like we were talking about before the call where, you know, I send my Bitcoin to a, you know, a certain account and then it mints me a, a Bitcoin token on the EOS network. And then I get the advantages of, you know, instant transactions, no transaction fees, you know, instant instant deposits into exchanges, things like that, right. um, that I think will make a lot of sense. So and ultimately, EOS and Bitcoin are the, the two projects I would say that I'm bullish on at all. There are a lot of projects in the crypto space that came out of ICOs that either hit a roadblock building on platforms like Ethereum, or maybe they just, you know, their goals were too ambitious and they couldn't actually build their platform. Um, and I think a lot of those projects are, are probably going to go close to zero, if not all the way, um, that sort of need to be flushed out of the ecosystem. Very similar to the startup world where, you know, 95 to 97% of all startups fail. It, it's basically the same with ICOs. And I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing this, this major market pullback is because if you think about it from a fundamental perspective of who's actually using this stuff, it makes sense. Nobody. Right? The, nobody. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's using nobody. it. There are five dApps on Ethereum with more than 300 daily active users. Augur, which is at like a hundred, two hundred million dollar market cap, had like 30 daily active users. So a, a lot of this stuff is incredibly overvalued. But fortunately, we are seeing usage in places like EOS um, and even some other other sort of smaller uh, EOS forks and things like that. If you look at you know what's the value in a lot of these things, like the value in Bitcoin is that you can send Bitcoin to other people. A bunch of other people accept it. It, it sort of is almost at that point of having a real network effect. So if you have a network that nobody uses, it has zero network effect. And, and um, in that case, in my view, if, if you're valuing it based on usage, based on that network effect, it, that network is, is sort of valueless. Yeah. I'm still pulling for Spank Chain. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, find was, uh, I think it has a lot of value to yeah. it. For sure. The one thing I learned from that project was just how high the fees are on uh, yeah. campsites, apparently. So right. that's something that could definitely be solved, but uh, I don't know if it'll be spank chain. Well, listen, we got, we'll we, we got Brenda Sparks out of it, so it was, it was all worth it, that's for sure. There you go. Uh, anyways, listen, Rob, really want to thank you for coming on the show. We hope you come on again. Maybe when the bull market comes back, we'll invite you definitely. back. We'll transport you back to the rabbit hole, okay? Well, well, well quickly, just give us like a... I know you don't want to do this, like a, a price prediction within the next six months for EOS. In the next six months, ooh, I, I've been burned so many times on price prediction. <laughs> all right, it doesn't the, matter. So what's what's one more time? Is. Yeah, what's one more time? Go with your gut here. Yeah, you know, give, us a, this, the, give us a range. The price of EOS, I would say it'll be higher higher than it is now in six months. That's my personal opinion. Obviously, not advice, but that's my personal opinion. I think though, to sort of give you like a, a final note of everything, if you think about. 2018 in terms of EOS as being this this beta year of EOS, right? We had six months of a mainnet launch. We have dApps that are now, you know, with more active users than any other platform. We have transactional volume and dApp volume more than any other platform. If you look back, I think 2018 is kind of that beta year for EOS. We're still single threaded. We're running on a very, you know, a single lane road with a very high speed. But now we're starting to see the first releases of multi-threading come out where now we can, you know, run a bunch of lanes next to each other and basically make a super highway. So I think 2019 then will be kind of the, the version 1.0 of EOS where multi-threading is out, sidechains are out, all these major dApps are out. And I think next year is when, you know, price predictions aside, I think the, the prediction I will make is that next year we're going to see that first killer dApp come out and it's going to be on EOS. Right. Well, honestly, if Block One intends on, on releasing um, that social platform, right? So if they're going yeah. to want to do that, they're going to have to get, you know, IBC going and multi-threading going because it just, it just, even in the current state, won't work, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's very much why, you know, even EOS doing now 4,000 plus transactions per second, it's it's an order or several orders of magnitude higher than any other platform, Correct. but still obviously has a long way to go if we're going to host a Facebook that does 50,000 likes per second. You know, you need a lot more throughput and, and they're getting there. They're building it and uh, we're ready to implement it as soon as it's out. 
All right. Well, I hope somebody takes up up on our offer for the 200 EOS for the uh, tattoo. <laughs> and uh, and hopefully Vlad listens to us and you'll, he'll take you on in the octagon. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, and we wish you a lot of uh, wish you a lot of luck. Uh, obviously, you know, if people want to vote for you, do you want to give a you could plug here for the uh, block producer? He needs like how many more votes you need to get up there? Like like ten million or something? I think ten million or so. I think we're at seventy or eighty million now, and I think the threshold is is eighty or ninety to get in the top twenty one. So if you're out there, you hold EOS tokens, and you're looking for a block producer that is really focused on the long term health of the network, that's committed to the network. Right now, for example, we're losing money running our servers, but have no intention of ever shutting them down just to to make sure the network stays online. So uh, if you like what we're doing, please vote for Cypherglass, and we'll be sure to continue to listen to you, the community. All right. Now, when you leave the rabbit hole and they transport you. You just have to just, you know, just make sure you go down the street, make a right. You'll see a man in a yellow jacket. Okay. He's going to give you some instructions on what to do there, okay? Oh, okay, perfect. That's the guy I saw when I came in, right? Yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same yeah. guy, okay. same guy, same right. guy. Perfect. All right, thank awesome. you, Rob. It's been great. All right, appreciate All right. it. Have a good one. Thanks, Rob. Awesome, thanks, guys. Well, that was a great interview, right? Yeah, definitely cool. Rob definitely knows his stuff about crypto and obviously EOS. What did you think about uh, his uh, take on EOS, Dizzle? Um, I mean, he's obviously an EOS bull, and um, I mean, he's a smart dude. He's educated. He knows what's up. So you know, or, or I pretty much agree with him on almost every point. Right. So it was good. I think we're losing Big Mike. He just fell, he fell asleep in the studio again. It's okay. Well, no, no, no. He needs a break. Listen, Dizzle. Yep. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep my sanity. You? Things like speaking to Rob yeah. helps us out. We have some. We're gonna have other people. By the way, we have uh, other guests coming in. Um, we have. Uh, we're gonna have uh, some new guests next week. We'll announce on Twitter. And our our website, by the way, I've added new some thing, new things to the website. Red Dead Redemption Two blog post by me. Okay. We're gonna be adding an article from somebody named Joker, who is uh, he does shorting on Bitmex. That's all he does. He's been doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. <laughs> that's his job. Shorting man. That's his job. He does so very well. Must be fucking loaded. Yeah, and we're gonna have uh, Beeksy on the ex- the new exchange coming out, which caused some stir actually on uh, crypto Twitter. So we'll we'll ask him all about that. Really? Did it? What kind of started it cause? There was like uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> they had like some shill list or something. What kind of shill? What does that mean? They, I guess, like there was some kind of uh, contest that they ran for people on Twitter if they got enough people to sign up that they paid them and stuff like that. So people were like, right? So you they're know, pushing. They're pushing it. Yeah, but whatever. I was just upset I wasn't on the list. But you know, go back to sleep, Mike. All right, listen. <laughs> Uh, don't forget everybody about the uh, tattoos. A hundred free EOS if you get a Rob Fitch uh, or Cipher Glass tattoo. Two thousand box or twenty five hundred box. I said if you get a. Um, what is that worth right now? <laughs> <laughs> We're having them on actually. Oh when? Uh, I, either the next episode or the, what's the episode after. What have they been up to? Uh, they've been doing a lot of concerts. They actually want to give an update. So okay. we're having Vlad Ginsberg on and cool. maybe uh, Shiv, who is also the uh, CEO over there. Shiv Knight? No, not Shiv Knight. <laughs> um, and actually, we are going to be able to... Um, and, and later on, we're going to... And we have a, a, a new... Actually, a real sponsor. A new sponsor. Uh, a company called Fweezy. Fweezy is sponsoring our podcast. 
Fweezy. Mm-hmm. Check them out. They're a great app. They are actually a new fantasy football or fantasy sports app. Great stuff. Uh, one day fantasy. Very quick. One, two, three, four, five. They're sponsoring our podcast this week. Okay. We might have them on at some point. Talk about the uh, app. And things are going well. I mean, listen, for us, things are going well. We can't complain. There's stu- oh, Big Mike's still snoring over here. Sorry, dude. We, can we turn this guy's mic off? <laughs> Shut it off, it's, dude. The button's not working. All right. We'll see you next week. And thank you, Rob, for coming on. That was really great. Yeah, and thanks, uh, Rob. see you guys soon. Hold, thrive, don't give up. All right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>